podcast is out. The age of independence is here, where the next generation of high-performing agencies transform the agency landscape. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, and mega startup coach. This podcast is all about you, the agency owner, stepping into the new wave of opportunity, knocking out the competition in the modern market. This is the Age of Independence Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar. Welcome to the show. Hi, agents and listeners. This is Caitlin Agar. Thank you for joining me today and welcome to the show. If you've been listening over the past few months as I've launched this podcast, it's all about how to grow and scale your agency in the digital age. And I believe there's a new wave of opportunity right in front of us. And so whether you're a captive agent stepping into the independent world, or if you're an independent agent transforming your agency from the inside out, this podcast is for you. The forecast is out and the age of independence is here. The opportunity to grow and scale has never been greater. And I believe we can build over the next three years what took agents of the past 20. So that brings me today to sharing with you a little more about the age of independence and how this podcast came to be. Last summer, launching a podcast was nowhere on my radar. And through a series of opportunities, just, you know, being invited on uh, other shows to come on as a guest, be interviewed on different podcasts with Ryan Hanley, Hugh Sharon, Jason Cass, it became clear to me that one of the ways I can better help agents is by getting out the message that you can grow and thrive even in this competitive market and that you can win the high volume game without losing the heart and soul of your agency. So if you've been tuning in since the beginning, first of all, thank you so much for jumping on board with the Age of Indie over the past dozen episodes. We have had some incredible guests. And, you know, Dr. Billy Williams' <laughs> interview really stands out to me because it was more like an agency intervention with lots of tough love. And that interview has been a huge hit. So thank you, Dr. Williams. If you haven't had a chance to catch that one, um, definitely go back and, and take a listen. It's just full of simple advice. It's crystal clear. And it just kind of puts that uh, that sage advice, like right in front of your face where you, you, you can't miss it. And Kelly Donahue Piero talked with us about how to get the best people, getting them the best training and really giving them confidence. Grant Botma's episode helped us kick off the new year just recently with how to enjoy your business again. And so that's really been a common theme in this, in this podcast is like, there's so much opportunity out there. How can we go out there and attack the opportunity in a way that we're having fun and we are enjoying our business again, um, questioning habits that leave us stuck and helping us build thriving team culture. And, and those are just a few, uh, the guests you've been amazing. I can't thank you all enough and you've all shared your expertise. There's just too many highlights to name them all here. So I, th I think I should follow up with a highlights reel in the near future to share just the the best from our guests who helped me launch this podcast. So keep your eyes open for that. I think that 
taking a little time to go back through and revisit some of those like really great moments um, would be a plus for me. And so thank you so much to the guests. And thank you, listeners. You've uh, just made my day. Every time we connect online, um, Zoom meet and greets since the show started, I feel like I'm meeting new people every week. And each week I get text messages from you guys letting me know like what you thought about the Monday episode. And that encouragement has really inspired me. So it, it keeps me on my toes. It makes me want to up my game and bring you the very best content because I know how busy agency owners are. You're juggling a lot. There's a million things you could be doing. And if you're choosing to listen to my podcast while you're in the car driving to work or to Home Depot or while you're putting on, you know, your makeup in the morning, then I see that as it's my honor and my privilege to be able to get that that 45 minutes of your day. So my commitment to you is just to keep bringing rock star content every week that adds value to your day. And um, that's my way of thanking you for, um, man, the, the positive impact that you've had on me and how my life is changing through this podcast. And so thank you so much. I just, it's been a great experience. And um, as I look back over the initial launch of this podcast, I'm already learning so much and I can't wait to see what the next couple of months bring. And so this episode is really about just pausing to share a little bit more of my story and maybe answer some questions that I get through social media and email since I've launched this podcast. Um, Questions like, are you an are you an agency consultant? What what do you what do you do every day at Quantum? You know what's your main area of expertise? And so today, this episode, I'm going solo. It's just me sharing from my heart why this podcast is here and the things I'm passionate about when it comes to helping agency owners in the insurance space. A friend reached out to me this week. Uh, you know who you are. Thank you so much. And while we were chatting, they told me they haven't, you know, had the guts to do a solo episode yet on their podcast. And I told them, like, I don't blame you. You know, the idea of sitting in front of a mic and talking to yourself for 45 minutes is a little daunting. Um, But I was inspired to do this by Ryan Hanley's uh, episode that he launched on his podcast a couple months ago where he was just sharing with us uh, what it's been like launching Rogue Risk over the past year and what his struggles have been, what his challenges have been, what um, his takeaways have been. So that was a huge value add to me. I love that episode, Ryan. And so today I'm paying it forward. And if you're listening, I hope this episode, um, if you have a podcast, I hope it gives you that little extra boost to go ahead and do an episode just with yourself, just sharing your story with the world. And heck, if you don't have a podcast, uh, you know, post post a video on LinkedIn or Facebook, tag me. Maybe we should use the hashtag, like hashtag just do it or hashtag rip the bandaid, <laughs> something like that. Maybe we can start a trend. I'll watch it. And I'd love to hear your stories too. So I hope that this episode um, helps you get to know me a little bit better and also inspires you to share your story with the world because I think that the the power of social media is so important right now um, to, for everyone just staying connected and getting to know each other better during this time when we're not face-to-face like we may have been at times in the past. So to understand Age of Independence, you have to know a little bit about my background. Um, it wasn't long ago that I was a, a captive insurance agent and going independent was nowhere on my radar. I was successful, 
winning all the awards. I had a great team and I thought I already had a great opportunity. I I didn't want to like go into all of it today because I think Heath Sharon did a great job helping me tell that story on his podcast, Insurance Town. So send me a message. I'll get that link over to you. If you want to kind of hear what my experience was like building a scratch agency in the captive world. Um, it, it was a really great time in my life. There are uh, tons of stories, you know, it, I learned so much. But um, when I transitioned to the independent world, I, I think it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I was hesitant to do it. I was well connected in the captive world. I had a lot of friends. I was in a lot of masterminds, groups, events. And I felt like those people were, you know, my friends, my network, my circle of influence, people that I felt like I would be leaving behind if I transitioned into the independent world. And I think that fear of change was really very powerful. And I'm so glad I made the jump anyways, because I would have missed out on so much. And now it's it's funny how things have worked out. Those agents that I was afraid of leaving behind are now people that I'm able to help as they're making those steps into the independent world. And um, so I'm happy to chat anytime with anyone who has questions about that. Maybe you're finding yourself, you know, evaluating your options, your opportunities, and you just want to know more. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. I know it's a big decision. And so I'm always happy to chat. I know that um, we put a lot of ourselves into our businesses. A lot of our identity is really wrapped up in the kind of work that we do. And if you're an insurance agent, you're probably really well connected with other insurance agents and making a step outside of the circle that you're in right now can be can be huge. So this podcast is about how it's about the opportunity that I saw when I transitioned to the independent world and why I think that it's the the right way to do business these days, why it, it it can really transform your agency and what your agency is gonna look like in um, over the next 10 years. Um, but it's also about um, agents in the independent world who are just looking at like how they can transform and evolve their agencies and do a, a new version of success that lines up with their dreams and goals. So just to give you guys a little bit of a glimpse into that, my, um, I eventually made that jump. I eventually decided to go from being a captive agent to starting an independent agency. And that independent startup agency, um, it kicked off in a way that I couldn't have imagined. We did a million dollars in the first 90 days. And I knew I was onto something. That's the kind of growth that can completely change what business owners expect out of the agency ownership experience. And it meant that with the right team, and the right resources and the right systems that agents can build over, say, the next three to four years, what took agents of the past 15 or 20. So I began to change my dreams and goals to really align with, like, how do I help other people see that kind of success in their agencies and in their world? So we're now in the business of mega startups and helping agencies with processes and programs and systems that help them align their efforts and their their habits with um, the keys to success that really help unlock what it takes to succeed in the digital age in the modern environment when there's so much competition. But um, 
it wasn't like that for me day one. I, I know what it's like to slog it out as an agent where you're really just, you feel like you're treading water. I call it an uphill battle. Uh, my husband sometimes calls it <laughs> pushing a, a melting snowball uphill. And I've been there. My, my husband and I began an insurance almost 10 years ago now. Uh, we opened our, our first scratch agency on April Fool's Day. Uh, which I, you know, made me a little nervous at the time, <laughs> but it's turned out well. And we, we were really the agency that shouldn't have made it. We were underfunded, underexperienced, underconnected. We had just moved to a new state. So we didn't know very many people. And in the captive world, you, you just sell in the one state you're in. So we, we couldn't sell insurance to friends and family in other states. So um, we were starting out really with, uh, without the option to build our business off of high volume referrals or circle of influence, since those methods of, of lead marketing can have a longer, a longer tail to them. And, uh, we, we tell a little bit about that story in my new year's episode of the podcast this year. It's called the agency that shouldn't have made it. And it's Justin and I wishing you guys a happy new year and just reflecting a little bit on that season of our life. And, uh, in hindsight, we learned so much from trial and error. I'm so glad we didn't know more about insurance at the time because we didn't know <laughs> that we shouldn't have made it. We just went all in and we gave it our all and we were willing to try everything. And that meant working, you know, it, all day, every day for years and trying a lot of things and breaking a lot of things along the way. And ultimately coming out the other end of that, um, really trying experience having figured out a system that worked for us. And we started more scratch agencies. We've counseled dozens of agencies over the years, and we've kind of found a, a little bit of a niche that we weren't bargaining on. And that's um, the high volume new business growth and helping other agents get there. I call them mega startups. So over the, the past nine years, I've never purchased a book of business. Um, we've really succeeded by excelling at new business organic growth and then taking care of clients as well. Obviously, the client aspect of this is huge. We're in this business to protect families from the risks that they face in life. So everything that we do surrounds around that, that mission and that purpose. It all comes back to how do we best serve the families in our communities. Um, but we happen to have unlocked a side of that that I feel is a foundation for success. And that's the, the passion that we have for um, high volume new business sales through digital marketing, ways that help you expand your reach outside of just the local community so that you can scale and grow in new ways. And I don't think that ever would have happened if we hadn't spent years in our own agency, building it brick by brick, figuring out how to sell internet leads, networking in the community, trying to figure out what it takes to actually, you know, do a rock star job building an insurance agency. And I believe that once an agency knows how to conquer new business growth in the digital age, it, it no longer becomes a long-term, no end in sight plan where you might need to navigate 20 years of unknowns to pay off your book and then get it ready for succession before you can retire. What if, you could shake up that narrative and write a different story for you and your team. And so that that's what I'm here to do. That's how I can best serve you is by helping you 
shake up that narrative a little bit, try new things, push the envelope a little bit and come out the other side with a system and a plan that's going to help you scale and grow in new ways. So what I found is having crossed from the captive world to the independent world, the independent model to me is just the, the right way to do business. And it, it's it's how you do right by clients. We give them options. We're helping them truly navigate life's risks. And the age of independence is all about that opportunity that I see in the independent world with the that freedom, all of the things that we can do with um, a great team and with a great plan and what that can mean for agents who... If you're wanting to grow and scale, maybe if you're finding yourself in a good place, but in a, a plateau, I want to help you be able to break out of that and um, find yourselves running an agency business model that aligns with your potential, your team's potential, and what's going to make your personal and professional dreams happen and become a tangible reality. And so some of the things that worked for us five or 10 years ago we're seeing change. We're seeing those things evolve. And I want to be as helpful as I can to my peers in adapting to those changes so that we can remove things that hold us back and replace them with things that really help propel us forward. And that brings me to where I am today. I came on board with Quantum last year. I'm the director of education. And that is because um, this is exactly what I want to see happen for agency owners across the country. Insurance changed my life. I can't imagine um, where I'd be if I'd never stumbled across the insurance opportunity. I'm so passionate for what a successful insurance career can do to change a family's life. And so now I get to spend my time helping insurance sales professionals get rooted in that career that can be so life-changing. I believe insurance can be the career that they and their families are praying for. And for insurance agents, helping take the mystery out of what it takes to to break through those plateaus and to grow and scale. And that's that's exactly what we do at Quantum. We're, we're changing what the ownership opportunity looks like for agency owners by solving problems that have just been a a part of the space for so long that we've just gotten used to them and we 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 just start um not questioning the things that hold us back in because it, it feels like we just have to make do with what we have and at quantum we believe that um we can we can break through those plateaus by being problem solvers working together and and equipping agency owners with the systems and the tool belt that they need to succeed. So just to give you guys a, a high level overview, Quantum is an insurance agency and we help clients through two different channels. We have our direct call centers in Virginia and Texas and our incredible agency force from Hawaii to New York. And to us, agency owners are the really small businesses with a family behind them. And we're so passionate about that because of the people who are driving the agency. They, agents deserve the best opportunities to create a legacy for their family. And we take that so seriously. I, I don't want other family businesses to have to go through the blood, the sweat, the tears, and the expense that I did to have to learn these business lessons. So if I can shorten the learning curve for a new agent and help you accelerate your growth, then I've done something impactful that I can be really proud of because I've been in those shoes. I know how much sacrifice and dedication it takes. So 
Um, every day at Quantum, we're working on removing the roadblocks that keep agents back from growing. And we built a tool belt that was custom designed by agents for agents to make sure you have everything you need to make a mega startup happen. And I won't go into that tool belt today because we have monthly virtual events called Quantum Connect where you can meet with the leadership team and hear exactly how they help you with your agency blueprint. But what I wanna share with you today is just a little piece of what what my piece of that puzzle is and um, just share a little, now that you know why I'm so passionate about it. So when I came on board with Quantum, our sales team was already top notch, really just um, accomplishing things that are so rare to see in the personal lines insurance world. They were writing over $2 million in new business every month. That's personal lines, not commercial. And I was assigned with developing a training program for bringing new employees on board in both our call centers and agencies so that we could have a system for scaling and growing and plugging people into that environment of success and helping them launch their careers and have a a clear path to success where the goal is really, how do you reduce the learning curve and accelerate profitability for insurance sales professionals, but while still keeping true to the principles that have made us so successful in keeping the client first. And that couldn't get lost in all of it. We could never be just about sales and numbers and premium and new business and lose sight of what we're actually here to do and where we can actually make a difference. And that's always gonna be in doing a quality job, caring for our clients and giving them a the experience that they deserve when we get on the phone with them and we're walking them through a risk review. So together with my education team, and I just shout out to them. They have been so amazing in just their expertise and their insight. I couldn't have done it without them. But we developed and launched Quantum University. And it's a virtual learning experience for our sales staff and agencies to onboard new team members. Because one of the biggest pain points that I see in the insurance world is when you hire a new person, how do you get them up and running? Is it grassroots? Is it hands-on? If it is, does that mean that the agency owner is having to sit down and teach every new carrier and the systems and the sales process to every new person every time? How do you make that process something you can replicate, something you can scale, but still be effective? Um, Mentorship and guidance is so important. And I think one of the things that agents are good at is just pulling up a chair and sitting next to a new team member and showing them the ropes but it's not necessarily the most efficient. And so it can get muddy when you have a new person on board in your team and you're trying to figure out like, how do I instill our values and our mission and our purpose? And I want them to be comfortable because they're telling me they they want to understand the systems and the technology. Um, but I also, you know, want them to have a great conversation with clients and and know our sales process and be able to to learn the conversation. It's so much that has that has to happen. That's a, a lot to a, a, to take on, especially if you are hiring people intermittently and it, it what ends up happening is you start the training process and then life happens and it becomes a little bit disjointed along the way. And so the person starts out with some training and then they 
they get on the phone with a client and they just start figuring it out. So I wanted to kind of take the mystery out of that experience and layer on the education that would need to happen for someone to get up and running quickly in a way that makes sense. So how could we be efficient? How can we cut down that learning curve time? So that how can we get them on the phones quickly so that that real hands-on learning experience can happen, but in a way that, um, that makes sense for the agency so that every new team member coming on board in the agency is getting the same experience so that they can have a uniform message and so that they're all pulling in the same direction. And so uh, it was it was challenging, but that, that's really um, the, the problem that I'm passionate about solving because it unlocks so much opportunity for an agency when you can bring someone on board who's even new to insurance and have a proven effective plan for getting them up and running to where they can begin a new career and um and and know that that's going to be effective and work it helps you be able to plug that into your hiring and recruiting plan your plan for growing and scaling your agency so it's so so crucial and i i love tackling those problems it's it's so fun for me and um, i think we did a really good job layering everything from systems to carriers to compliance to sales processes in a way that just makes sense for someone learning it even for the first time um, so i won't go into all the details on that today you can tell it's something that i i love talking about Feel free to call me. We can hop, hop on Zoom anytime and chat about it. Um, but it's a huge gap that I see in the insurance space. And um, if you are um, an agency who's working on building out um, a training program in your agency to solve those problems, hop on the phone with me. I'd love to chat. Um, I know that um, using tools like Loom or Streams or YouTube, they're, they're a great place to start. They have their challenges. I'm happy to talk to you about what worked for us and things that you can implement to um, to solve some of those problems. So please feel free to reach out to me and let me know if that's something, hey, maybe that's something we talk about in, in future episodes. So basically, I'm someone who who was a captive startup agent, then an independent startup agent, and now, now I get to quote coach quantum agents to success. And what it all comes down for me at the end of the day is, is sales. So there's a lot that goes into the programs and processes that an insurance sales professional or an agent needs in their in their training and their ongoing education experience. But for me, it's just rooted in um, insurance sales. I love sales. I've been selling since I was a kid. I've sold jeans, makeup insurance, and um, being able to kill it at sales just changes everything. And but it it's um, it's daunting, right? And it pushes us outside our comfort zone. And so we can find ourselves tempted to try to direct that energy and that time into something else. So I can't stress enough that for me, sales is the key that unlocks everything. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You 
provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him, I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's, let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed, let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia, we saw his operation, and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at Virtual Intel, that's with two L's, that's virtualintel.com. Go check us out, see what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology, delivered right into your agency, and you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, recruiting, recreating, trying to find processes. Just, there's so much stuff, I can't even say it right. That's right, Virtual Intel, cast certified. I've had endless opportunities in my career that all go back to the fact that I learned how to sell at a young age. And um, that meant I had to go through the hard work of having to pick up the phone myself and cold call for the first time. I've gone door to door and figuring out exactly what that took has is still positively impacting me today. Um, I was in cosmetics before insurance, you know, in college and um it was a really great learning experience for me. I had to really, you know, put myself out of my comfort zone. W one year I was with that company, I was the number one salesperson in the company globally. And I mentioned that because I honestly believe that I wouldn't be here today if I'd never figured that out. So wherever you are in your career, I just want to encourage you that unlocking what the sales conversation looks like in your industry is where massive opportunities are going to follow from there. And I'm going to kind of expand on that a little bit more in our conversation today so you can see where I'm going with that. But I feel like it's the foundational bedrock that everything else rests on. And um, when I started in insurance for the first time, I shared with you that I had just passed the insurance licensing exam and I was bad. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to do anything. Um, I was cold calling for the first time and trying to figure out how to build quotes from those worksheet fact finders. I, <laughs> I even remember, um, this is kind of an embarrassing story that, but I tell it from time to time to try to share like why I'm so passionate about helping people figure out this, this sales problem. I clearly remember quoting a client for their Harley Davidson motorhome on a worksheet fact finder. Didn't realize I was even using the wrong fact finder until it asked me what their square footage was. <laughs> and I realized they had a motorcycle and not a motorhome. And I know what it feels like to have those awkward moments and be scrambling to figure out something new. And if I'd been afraid to cold call or if I hadn't pushed through that awkwardness, I never would have made it. So I take that seriously. And every time I'm building a new course in Quantum University or a new program for agents, I, I picture that Caitlin of the past 10 years ago, picking up the phone and being nervous and trying to do business. And I want that person taking my course to have a smoother road. I, I can't make it easy. I can't bypass just the hands-on practice that has to go into it, but I can take the mystery out of it so that that person doesn't miss all the wonderful things that insurance has to offer. I think it, it's safe to say uh, that it's a little bit of an understatement that I'm so passionate about sales, but everything in my message kind of roots in that and goes back to that. So I thought I would share with you today 
the top five things I've learned about sales that influence every course I produce, whether it's a course on, you know, agency requote campaigns or closing the sale. And, and I figured we would talk through those. And I'd love to hear from you what you think about these things, because, um, this is, th these are things that I have found to be successful. And I want to hear from you if that's been the case for you or, or not. So number one, sales is the key that unlocks everything. And by that, um, what I mean is if you really understand the ins and outs of how to sell personal lines insurance um, front to back, it helps you make good decisions in other areas of your agency. And I'll pause right here. I just, disclaimer, I have experience in personal line sales. I am not the pro to go to for commercial line sales. Some of the things we're going to talk about today in these top five things that I've learned just might not apply to the commercial insurance world. So if you're branching out and diversifying your portfolio and you're rocking it in commercial insurance and wanting to learn and grow there, I think David Carruthers is just a rock star commercial sales um, person. His program is incredible. So he's the guy to reach out to for that. But with that little disclaimer underway, the things that I've learned, um, I think are heavily impactful in the personal lines insurance sales world. I've sold thousands of policies myself and I didn't start delegating that out to someone else until I was you know, well underway. And I think that that's unlocked a really great understanding that impacts other areas of agency life. So marketing is an example. If you really know yourself, what internet leads sound like, feel like, what the potential is there, um, you, you walk away from it with a different idea of what you think a bad lead is and what you think a good lead is. And sometimes we, we write off a marketing source because our team is telling us that it's not good leads when it's really just that they didn't overcome objections to the quote. The client picked up the phone, they said, oh, I'm good, I already have insurance, or I don't renew for another few months. And the salesperson lost that opportunity to help that person have a risk review today because they accepted no for an answer and hung up the phone. So that's just a brief example. But once you are really confident yourself in what is possible in the insurance sales conversation, it changes how you market, it changes how you evaluate the effectiveness of those campaigns, and it helps you do a really good job of what you're tracking and measuring. I see this on the recruiting side as well. Because I've sold insurance myself, I think it puts me in a better position to have an idea of what skills I'm looking for in someone that I'm interviewing, someone who's considering insurance for the first time. I think it helps me to um, go about recruiting strategies and recruiting processes in a different way. And even thinking about the, the service side of things with retention, Having a premium increase consultation with a client who's renewing is a completely different conversation if you are totally comfortable with the new business sales aspect side of consulting with that client. If you know how to bundle a car and home and give a trusted advisor consultation and solve problems for the clients and take confidence in you know, driving that conversation and creating a buying experience, it puts you in a really good place on the retention side to be able to have premium increase consultations that are really not that different from a sales conversation. So number one, sales is the key that unlocks everything. For me, it's that bedrock foundation where the keys to success in other areas really start to become more clear. Number two, 
you have to have a sales process. And I didn't always have one. Um, there were definitely a couple years into my career where I was having sales conversations. They were effective. I was closing deals, uh, but I hadn't crystallized what my sales process actually was. And, um, before I go into a little bit more of what that looks like, I have to give a shout out to, to Dr. Williams again, because he has this quote that says, you, you might feel like you want a new routine. Um, how does this go? Oh my gosh. I want to make sure that I share it correctly. I, I hear it from Jason Cass often, but the, the essence of it is you already have a routine. You already have habits you already have a sales process, it just isn't the one that you want. So instead of looking at it as, oh, I don't have a sales process and now I have to create one out of nowhere, look at what your sales process is today and then start changing it and tweaking it to help you get where you wanna go. So think about this kind of like a sales engineer um, and thinking through what, what pieces fit together to create this buying experience for the client. I think the first time that I, experienced this was when I was touring a insurance call center. So this was, I've toured a, a couple call centers in the insurance world to like get a, a, an idea of like how their sales and service teams work in those environments. And I was just like taking notes, learning so much. And one of the things that stood out to me was that they had a sales process in the, in the sales department but it wasn't a great process. <laughs> it was, and I thought, wow, you know, I would change this about it. I would change that about it. Here's a step I would add. And I think it was really that experience where I walked away thinking, you know what, what's missing from my training programs when I'm helping our new hires, you know, get ramped up, helping them succeed is that they need to have a crystallized outline, a step-by-step -step sales process that unravels for them where to start, what do you tackle in the first five minutes of the call, what does the middle of your call look like, how are you going to conclude this consultation with the client. So I'll give you guys two things that are really integral to our sales process. We call it selling with purpose at Quantum, and this is our hallmark signature sales process that helps take the mystery out of how you best help clients. One of the big pieces of this process is bundling. And your staff will tell you that they don't want to bundle. You'll start seeing it in their monoline sales because the, the client will probably tell them something like, oh, well, the home insurance is my major, my main priority today. Or, oh, you know, I want to look at the car and if you can save me money on the car, then we'll look at the home. But if if your staff doesn't have the confidence to be able to overcome that objection to a bundled review, then they're not going to be able to give a total risk review. They're not going to be able to position themselves as easily as a trusted advisor. And it makes the conversation fall into that transactional rate conversation uh, where it, it really becomes difficult at that point to differentiate yourself and communicate how you're there to help the client and what, what problems you're solving. So if you look at it from what are the things that I am confident I can deliver on today for this client? Um, one, of, one of those things is not price. We're not 100% confident that we can deliver a cheaper price for this client today, but what can we deliver on? We can, um, some examples would be, we can make sure they don't walk away overinsured or underinsured. We can make sure they're not missing discounts that they qualify for, just as a few examples. And so when your team gets passionate about those things, when they see 
what, how many things they can do that they can deliver on today for this client. It gives them plenty of reasons why they should review the car and the home together in every consultation. So um, lead them to being able to do a bundled review um, even if your team works with primarily new home insurance buyers, I would say especially then, um, this is something that really, it's one of the first things you can do to see the biggest impact in your sales. And it's one of the first things that I coach sales professionals on to help them break through those plateaus. So getting that multi-line percentage up is absolutely key. Another part thing that's just part of our sales process that works for us is the one call close. And I think one of our most popular uh, courses in selling with purpose is how to close from the start, all with the a client in mind and how to create a buying experience for them that empowers them to end their shopping journey today. And so, yes, I believe that you can pull this off even in the independent world, even when you work with multiple carriers and um, that by doing so, you can create a better experience for the client. One of the biggest challenges we face is you get on the phone with a client, you start gathering information, and then you hear your team member say, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to take a look here. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to work up some quotes and I'm going to call you back. When that conversation ends in scheduling a follow-up call, it creates a huge disconnect and it is really hard to get that momentum going again. If the client picks up the phone again when you call back, they're going to ask, "Okay, what's the price?" <laughs> and then it becomes a challenge to pivot from a transactional conversation into building momentum and creating relationship and getting to know them and uncovering their risks. And it just becomes this transactional conversation and really what ends up happening is the client ends up not as well protected as they could have been if you'd done a full review. And then your salesperson, your team member, gets in this space where work begins to feel routine, it can feel monotonous, it can feel like they're just data entry and just plugging in information and just giving out quotes. And that's when they start to get burnt out. So um, that's a big one. I get a lot of questions on that one because in in the independent space, it's definitely a challenge and it's something where different agencies approach that one differently. So if you don't believe in the one call close in your agency, tell me about it. I want to have that conversation um, because I think it's a a really hot topic these days. And that leads me to step number three of the top things that I've learned, quoting live. So we talked about that a little bit, um, but I believe in this because it works. It helps me have the best connection with clients. Um, one of the very first clients I ever sold in insurance, Jake, uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I shared with you guys a little bit of that, those stories. I was, you know, cold calling a list, trying to figure this out. And Jake answered my call and he wanted a quote for car, home, motorcycle, and umbrella. I was, you know, wow, like that totally new, trying to figure that out. How on earth was I going to quote car, home, motorcycle, and an umbrella live on the phone? Um, but I, but I worked through it and I made sure that I was pulling that consultation together over the phone with Jake and did end up closing that business. Even though I was new, even though he wanted a, a bundled review for a whole package and it can happen. So, um, that's when I, that's why I started being a believer in that. And I don't, I don't sell insurance anymore. I'm not in a sales position anymore. I don't work with clients, but I do remember the last client I sold. Her name was Karen. I was working late in the agency that 
it was an internet lead that came in. So I answered the call and I quoted Karen live for car and home, bundled together, live, close the sale, one call close. So I think the reason that I'm just so passionate about those ingredients is because I've seen them work for me in my own life. And I feel like if I had hung up the phone to do the research and call the client back, that we would have had a completely different conversation and we wouldn't have gotten to know each other as well. I wouldn't have been able to protect them to the level that I did. And I think that um, it's one of the ways that we can differentiate ourselves right now when clients could go online to some places or call some 1-800 numbers and just receive a five or 10 minute experience. Top top things I've learned, number four, trusted advisor mentality. This is definitely the way to go. And in the independent world, it's a challenge because since we work with so many different carriers, our, it can become easy to fall into the trap of being transactional or rate shopping for clients. Um, so I can't stress enough just the positive impact that I've seen from taking a trusted advisor approach in every consultation and really uncovering what problems you can solve for this person, helping them make an informed decision, educating them on how their insurance works and making sure they're properly covered. And I really feel that that's the key to your new team members seeing this as a career and not just a job. So when you hire a new person, you you've almost you almost have to um, work with them from for, from getting their buy-in. You're working on their mindset. It's almost like a sale, persuading them. Um, to look at this as a career and not just a job. So it's an ongoing process and helping them step into their role as trusted advisors gives them a mission and a purpose where they can start to put down roots and look at this as a career and not just a, a position where they're just just on the phones or just, just entering quotes. And I really feel like it brings an added aspect to their day. And, and then the client wins. And that's what this is all about at the end of the day is how we do the best job. How do we show up for our clients every single day? And the trusted advisor mentality is absolutely crucial to that. And then top things I've learned, number five. So this one's a fancy word. I'm just going to share it with you guys because it's a big um, thing for me with our, our training competency-based experiential learning. I did not used to know what the heck that was. I have to give props to our education manager, Amanda Mapp, because she's helped me learn some of these technical things that go into adult learning and how we, how do we um, take information and make it digestible in a way that a person can then adopt it and embrace it and see it um, actually coming to fruition in their everyday lives. So this is about um, making it hands-on and training to the behaviors, not the numbers. And this is a challenge that I see in a lot of online virtual courses is that the information transfer is happening, but the hands-on practice under the guidance of a mentor um, is what's missing. And so I think that those are really key ingredients is you wanna um, transfer the information in a way that's efficient and leverage virtual learning tools for that and then combine it with the guidance and mentorship of a pro coach that can listen to the calls with you, help develop a coaching plan with you, have group discussions and workshops where you're discussing topics with your peers and that experiential learning is really where it, it happens um, in, in adult learning where you really start to see the big changes. <laughs> so those are top five things for me right now. I hope that, um, that those are are interesting and I'd love to see what your take are on those and if you agree or if you've found the case to be different in your agency. So what I love about 
those steps is that it's not a lot of fancy footwork. It means for me that creating a mega startup it feels a lot less like rocket science once you have a process and more like more like um, putting together a fine watch. You want that well-oiled machine where your systems line up, your team is lined up, your vision, you're all aligned. You're working together with the same goal, with a uniform message. And so Quantum University is really... Um, really tackling some of those problems. And I'm excited about what that means for, you know, insurance professionals who join Quantum. And those are a lot of the themes that you'll hear about on this podcast as we explore the most effective ways of doing business. So there's so much room for growth and I'm committed to not stopping. There's still so much more to do. So things I'm working on this quarter. One of the things that we're working on, just always looking to grow, always looking to stretch myself is Re revisiting what the day one experience looks like for new hires in the agency. Um, so thank you, Grant Botma, <laughs> for uh, highlighting this on your Instagram stories. Um, Grant wrote a book called The Problem Isn't Their Paycheck, and it's all about team culture and the main driving motivators for your team. And he just has a lot of insight in this area when it comes to your, your team environment. And Looking at when someone is hired in your agency, what is the day one, week one, month one experience look like for them is so important because you have that limited window to create a first impression with your team. And so I think that um, really as I'm working on new things this quarter, that I'm really excited about where the day one experience for new hires can go. We are accomplishing so many great things at Quantum. It's such an amazing place to work, but how do I share that with them in day one, week one, and month one to where they really feel like they're a part of something bigger and that they're excited about our company mission, purpose, and values? And um, how do I just make really think about it from the level of like, what is their experience? And so I'm excited to be working on that. Another thing that I'm working on is our voice ops um, machine learning. So we use machine learning that helps us analyze calls to label behaviors and um, conversational pieces that are happening in the sales consultation. And it's been just an incredible tool for our team. It's taken a lot of work to, 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 to customize it for our agency. Um, Voice Ops does a really good job of, of letting us customize what we're looking for on calls. So I've been spending time making updates and trying to take that to a new level to help our onboarding program improve. And that tool has just been really crucial to helping us coach to the behaviors and not just the numbers. And so I'm excited to kind of share a little bit more with you guys about that because it's been a really neat tool that helps sales coaching um, become more of a hands-on process for the salesperson when they can hear what they said, they can hear what the client said, revisit it, look at the transcript, see how, um, see where they followed the key steps of the sales process, where they missed, and it really helps with those weekly coaching plans. And then another thing I'm working on this quarter is um, just revisiting the the transformational piece, information to transformation. So. I can't stop at just putting out a ton of videos that have great content. Information is just the beginning. Videos aren't enough. Looking at where does the actual learning transformation take place? So that way, insurance sales professionals or agencies who join Quantum, they're walking away not just with 
a new way of doing things, but making sure I'm providing them with an actual process and a blueprint in a way that's um, just really digestible for them and easy to implement. So those are the things that that keep me up at night, that keep me excited and passionate about going to work every single day. I love it so much. And um, I, I love helping agency owners just be able to have a plan that's going to make sense for their agency and these are things that i i love talking about feel free to reach out to me i'm um i'd love to connect i'm on clubhouse i'm let me know if you guys are on clubhouse yet i think it's pretty cool it's audio only uh, so it has this feel like you're actually hanging out uh it feels a little more old school in the sense that it feels like you're literally um, out with your friends, hanging out or getting together. And I think that's something we've all missed over the past year. So if you're not on Clubhouse yet, I think it's still iOS only. Um, but if you have iOS, like download Clubhouse, find me. I'd love to hop on um, a, a group chat with you. And there's some great business ones in there, great ones on networking and so much fun stuff. LinkedIn, find me on LinkedIn. I love. I want to follow your content, get to know you, send me a message, let me know what you're doing. And um, I just want to hear a little bit more about your stories as well. So now that I've shared a little bit more about my story, I just hope that shows you a little bit about why I'm so passionate about helping agencies. This is an amazing life-changing industry. And I just want to pay it forward by sharing what I've learned with other people who are building their careers. And I've learned so much from other agents along the way as well. What you can expect from the age of independence moving forward is that this podcast is going to be all about growing and scaling your agency in the digital age. And one of the things that all of our guests have in common is that they are uniquely strong and have really excelled in at least one of the areas that's a key ingredient to building a front runner agency in the independent world. So whether it be data, sales, automation, marketing, coaching, um, those are the kind of topics that we dive into and um, and talk about. There's a lot of gray areas in what we do. So I love exploring hot topics and hearing from different perspectives. If you are a captive agency listening right now, I hope you'll reach out to me. I'd love to share with you more of my story and what, what my experience has been like both in the captive world and the independent world. Uh, a lot of agencies join Quantum because they want to be a part of the ecosystem and that family where they're surrounded by support and the information that helps them build these programs in their agency. So when they come on board to Quantum, they're not just putting up a plaque and opening up a door doing business the way that they always did business before. What we're really doing is coming together and building the next version of their agency. So no matter what kind of agency you have, I'm willing to bet you have some pretty amazing goals for where your agency is heading in the future. And I hope the fear of change won't stop you from pivoting. That's one of my goals for this podcast is to be that encouraging voice that just propels you forward in the goals that make sense for you and your agency. And when your agency succeeds, it has that ripple effect that impacts your team and your community. So keep stretching outside your comfort zone. Push the envelope a little bit more and it'll all be worth it. Thank you, listeners. This is Caitlin Agar signing off until next time.